I'm mean, pretty nervous. We're on to podcast I've been on since well, I started my business. Hear me out. Hear me out. This is the third episode, so chances are we've lost about ninety percent of our audience already. If you're if you're still listening through the second episode, then if you listen to the whole second episode, I don't know why you would. Like, you probably fell asleep. Why'd you do that to yourself? Um. Floating islands are sick. Okay, well. Anyway, welcome back to your favorite podcast, Buddies. We're your hosts, Jack Riley. And Griffin Young. And we'll be your buddies. Alright, so before we jump into the intro about our guest today, I would like to uh, take this time to dedicate um, to another podcast. Actually, in our first episode, we talked about, or I came up with the idea. I didn't come up with the idea, but I talked about an idea about how COVID-19 is really Thanos. And I forgot to give credit to the podcast. Um, a couple kids I go to school with also have a podcast. So shout out to their podcast, Thoughts. You can go listen to it. Um, whoa, whoa, whoa. Spotify. We have what? direct competition is what you're saying? Well, what I'm saying is I need to give them credit because <laughs> I took their idea. Yeah. But anyways, without further, ado, without further ado, our guest today is 20 years old and comes in at 5 feet 9 inches tall. He's attending Merrimack Community College as a sophomore and majoring in general transfer studies. He's the CEO, CFO, and COO of Precise Films, LLC. He's the director and creator of the 2019 KHS Senior Video Part 1 and Part 2. He's Whoa. a man of great knowledge and perseverance. Don't forget he's been dating his girlfriend for way too long. Shout out, Erica. His sibling is Anna DeMarco. Please welcome our very special guest from the basement of his parents' house where he resides, the Aaron DeMarco! Wonderful introduction, Griffin, but you did get one thing wrong. I am actually living in my own bedroom, no longer a basement. You're not in the basement anymore. No, I've had a really good setup in my in my bedroom. I've made it like my own college dorm, so I really get that college experience without all the fun. <laughs> wow, that's great. wow. That's great. All right, Aaron, I actually have a question for you right off the get-go. Hit me. Uh, yeah, that that just, just popped into my brain right now. If you, could, now? if you could go to any college in America, which one would you go to? Uh, you know, that is a tough one. Uh, it, it's between Mizzou, really, and uh, Webster uh, University, only because of either media or friends, you know. So. All right. Well, All right. Jack. Fair yeah, enough. Yeah. That's not what I was expecting, I'll say. What yeah. were you thinking? Yeah, yeah, Griff? I think that he just – he said he wanted to go to Mizzou because – friends and you're his friend right so he just called like you were friends i mean now. i mean we're Our acquaintances buddy? like we're we're buddies for sure absolutely well, and and guess what this is the buddies podcast so precisely and speaking of precisely aaron precise films how how was the process of starting your own business been really kind of uh started in spite of uh you know some events that transpired that i'm not really going to get into because i don't really need to but um <laughs> it, was, it was almost made uh as a grudge someone saying hey come work for me and carry my gear around i said screw that you know i'm making my own business now that night you know i spent maybe a little too much on a wix website created that and uh from there the rest of history really you know uh made the um business cards and then i'm like oh shoot i guess it really kind of need to get a business license if I'm going to keep doing this because I was getting more and more uh, clients. So I got the LLC. Uh, now I'm officially registered as a business in the state of Missouri, made myself an official CEO. And uh, I guess lately, due to the coronavirus pandemic, uh, business has been kind of going off a little bit because uh, everyone needs those digital uh, productions done, yeah. and I can offer that at a really good price. Not only the CEO, but the CEO, CFO, and COO. 
Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, we that have a uh, we have a CEO in our midst, and he's almost the same age as me. Uh, almost, yeah. Pretty nuts. Pretty nuts. So, a little so bit older. So, business is good then. Yeah, business has been pretty good. I just actually filmed my first wedding, so uh, if anyone's you know getting married soon that's listening to this, uh, hit yes. me up. I do uh, pretty good. I think I do pretty good. Um, yeah, it was the, good. The clients really liked it. Uh, I was happy with how it turned out for the first wedding. Although I will say I was blessed with uh, really good weather. The lighting was amazing, and yes. uh, whoever did the makeup did an amazing job making it look great on uh, film. So yeah, it did really look happy good. With that. Yeah. Great oh, you saw Griffin? Yeah, I watched. I watched the whole thing. Oh. Music was great. Oh, Cinematic thank photography thank was great. Really great job, Aaron. Thank how you, was uh, you. how was the experience of like getting your first client? Like, who was your first uh, client, and how did that go? My first client, oh man, I think my first client was actually uh, man, what was it? I think it was um, it was a young life actually. Really? Uh, oh. Yeah, they reached out to me. Um, and this was kind of just a coincidence that they were my first client because I started the business and then uh, they were the first ones after I started it that wanted to um you know, work with me, uh, I guess with that, uh, new LLC, the new business license. So I would say they was my first official client, uh, unofficially, I would say it would be, um, either Kirkwood high school, I think, or, uh, uh, maybe elite X 360 at the time though, it was called a uh, Dorsa Vi. elite X 360. What, what is yeah, that? Well, yeah. They, um, so they have a really cool technology actually a really mind blowing. I don't really know how it works, but they have a camera that, uh, have you ever seen an Xbox live, like 360 camera, whatever they call it. Like the Kinect, yeah. the Xbox Kinect. Yeah, you know yeah, that yeah, 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 yeah. Basically, they have that with the internals completely stripped out and changed. And uh, something coding-wise is going on in there that can tell how you're stretching, how you're bending after you do these certain uh, movements, like where you're going to snap a ligament next. And uh, they really wanted me to just come around, film their event that they were doing, and that way they could share it to uh, healthcare professionals, uh, possible clients, uh, teams, like little uh, soccer teams. Like uh, Right now, I think they've... Uh, focus primarily on girls soccer and uh men, boys uh, high school football because those have the most uh injuries and so they would send it out to uh, teams parents coaches and say like this is what we can do this is how it works let us do this for you it was really cool that's sick that's yeah really cool. I, was, I, I was really cool a really nice guy uh, uh shane scott that uh, was the ceo that is kind of helped me guided me a little bit along the way too and gave me some good advice as well mm-hmm. no that's awesome yeah 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 well, uh, if anyone wants to hire you for a job, what is your uh, website doing? Well, my website is actually down because Wix was taking too much money, and I just didn't feel like uh, paying for that. So right now, I do not have a website, unfortunately. Oh, okay. uh, trying to get that back up after a week or two now. Actually, no, they bring that up because um, I want to do more wedding stuff. So I need to get you know a little good page for that, a little portfolio. Mm-hmm. But uh, it, it would it would most likely be precisefilms.com because I do own that domain. Uh, but you can always reach out to me, uh, M-O-V-A-N-C-2 at gmail.com or find me on Twitter, uh, M-O-V-A-N-C. All right. Well, there you go. If, if you're looking for somebody to uh, film your wedding, then you know who to reach out to. He's uh, pretty, He's got a good portfolio behind him already. <laughs> Thank anyway, I kind of want to move on to some wacky topics maybe i don't know yeah could be interesting could be not uh last podcast we talked about how life could be a simulation and that uh-huh. kind of got me thinking about like different world catastrophes um so if there was a world catastrophe say say only like a few people survived and you were one of them what would be your special skill to help rebuild the world 
Mm, good question. A special skill to help rebuild the world or just survive? I mean, we've had a global catastrophe. Is, uh, is, is, am I, do I have all the stuff I need to survive? Or you've to you've survived. You survived. And now it's it's your job with the other survivors to start rebuilding the world. So, like, what would you contribute to that? Uh, I believe I bring a sense of reasoning. Uh, I, I tend to fall in the middle ground of a lot of issues. And uh, I feel like I could, I could help out with that if there was uh, two strong leaders butting heads or two strong personalities, per se, uh, I feel like I could be a good middle ground and help uh, mediate conversations. Oh, that's a good answer. Yeah, thank you. What about Jack, you, what about you? Whoa. No, 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 you go ahead. Whoa, go you ahead. want me to go ahead? Yeah, because I got to think about mine. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm still thinking about mine. Aaron was quick with that answer. You want me to keep going? I can keep going. So basically, uh, I assume <laughs> that uh, kind of like, um, what's that one show? The Walking Dead, you know, they have all these little factions and clans, and everyone's like, oh, I'm going to kill you for this piece of food, or... You're on my land. Really, it doesn't matter. You know, you got the whole world. Mm. But uh, I feel like I could be the Carl You'd before be like he died. Or die, possibly. Yeah, the ambassador uh, yeah. to those situations and really uh, kind of lower the tensions because I know tensions will be high. I mean, yeah. half the world just died or majority of it, really. Yeah, I feel like if I feel like if I was in that situation, I'd be like a probably a leader, somebody that organizes uh -huh. um, what needs to get done and and it designates tasks to people i, th I think right. that's probably what i'd ex excel at because i like telling people what yeah. to do do um, you like doing anything yourself yeah i was <laughs> weird about doing that you know i never want to be the guy saying go go clean the fish barrels you know we're out of fish you know yeah. i, I want to be the guy that says hey could you help me clean the fish barrels but I yeah know. wow hey that makes a true leader right there and that's really well thank well, you griffin i'm glad well, you say that thank you Jack, I was kind of saying, I was thinking the same thing as you. Um, pretty generic answer, personally, about the, uh, being a leader. But uh, I think if I were to be a leader, I'd be a leader and try to look at things from a different angle. I wouldn't be the, the one in charge because um, I haven't reached that level yet, but I'd be the one that's, that's like under the guy in charge advising him and looking yeah. at things from a different angle than he is. Yeah, and right. I, definitely, I definitely see you in that role because you definitely speak up and like – aren't afraid to to speak your mind and, and tell people like what what you think needs to be done or, or what needs to change yeah that's or a good question. quality to have yeah 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 or question authority I, I don't think i have a problem with questioning authority yeah <laughs> that's uh that's cool though i i really hope we never have to come to that but i think the world's in a in good hands though well, yeah well well here's the real question though how well is your home fortified against a zombie attack <laughs> Oh, well, I mean, I'm on the second floor. I don't know if zombies can climb stairs that well, but, uh, you know, it's probably not – I'm not going to lie. It's probably not the greatest right now. Our, our fence is leaning. Uh, the back door gate, like, doesn't lock all the way. I mean, they can push it open. Uh, the they basement. couldn't get back out, but uh, the basement's locked always. You know, all our our doors are locked. They can't open doors, I guess, but, you know, too many, a lot of them probably could take it down. Yeah, I probably spend an unhealthy amount of time thinking about what I would do if – I looked outside and there were just zombies about to attack. I mean, it's only an unhealthy thing if it doesn't happen. I don't think it's going to happen, so I think it's pretty safe to say it's an unhealthy <laughs> thing now. <laughs> Imagine you're just sitting on your couch and look out and you see like four zombies coming towards you. Like, I knew it. I knew it all along. <laughs> I'm ready for this. No, I always think about like stockpiling food on the second floor, though, and then blowing up the stairs. So and then, it, like... Um... For sure, nothing can get up. Well, uh, have you ever played the game Dying Light? No. Uh, zombie apocalypse takes over city, or really a virus. They don't say zombies, but y'all, you know it's the zombies. Um, but uh, there's like, every uh, 
high rise building, they chopped down the first set of stairs. Um, and everyone in the, in the city knows parkour really well. So they just kind of parkour their way up. Zombies don't know parkour. You know, they're zombies. Yeah. Oh yeah. So, I think know, I've seen videos. Yeah. Yeah. It's a really cool game. I, that just made me think of that. You know, you're blowing up your stairs. What would you use to blow up your stairs by the way? Um, yeah, it, during an apocalypse, where are you going to get like dynamite or something? Well, well I feel like it's really easy to make homemade bombs if you know what you're looking for. Uh, <laughs> my FBI the agent is currently sweating a little bit, but <laughs> I, I don't think it would be that hard to blow up the stairs. I mean, and even then, you don't have to blow up the stairs if you have an axe or or just enough tools to take it down. A little hammer and yeah. I think if anything, an explosion would be more dangerous yeah because doesn't sound always draw the zombies well I, I think we live in a area that has a large enough population that it doesn't matter how much sound you make the zombies are going to find you no matter what that's true yeah um yeah but sound would probably draw zombies so that would probably be more of a problem and then it's also an explosion in a closed area yeah nowhere for that you know energy to go yeah, I, I spent a lot of time thinking about it, you know. Griffin, this kind of goes uh, hand in hand with um, Jack's question about um, one, if like if everyone was wiped out and there are only a couple people left, like what would your skill be? Um, but this goes hand in hand with that. If um, if everyone else was wiped out from the face of the earth and you were the only person left, would you want to be here? Like, like meaning, do other people make life worth living, or do you find your own? like meaning for life whoa That's yeah not so to deep. get really deep but it's really deep <laughs> i mean i'll i'll go ahead and answer that i i, I kind of uh, like jack i spent a lot of time thinking uh not about zombie apocalypses of course but uh i do always wonder like how would i be if i took a year and just you know lived in a shack in the woods uh i i feel like part of me would like it but part of me would also you know miss kind of the the luxuries that we have um right now like i you know i don't i don't think i rely on uh like having my phone on me but at night it's really nice to kind of wind down and watch my favorite show i don't think i'd have that if all the you know towers and servers got shut down because of you know zombies and whatnot so I don't know. I, I think it's a good question. I don't know how long I could last, but I definitely think I could last quite a while and eventually maybe get used to it. I I kind of agree with Aaron on that one. Um, I definitely think that a lot of like life relies on human interaction. I mean, that's kind of what we're doing now is we're just right. facilitating human interaction between ourselves and then whoever we have on the podcast at the time. And well, human humans are social beings right exactly so. so we 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 almost evolved to rely on each other to survive i think like aaron i could probably last a while but eventually we get to a point where uh, it, i would struggle to find uh, a purpose yeah we need to have those colonies we need to have those communities and sense of uh purpose every day you know really really survive yeah. You check it. I think you hit the nail on the head for me. I think it's, yeah, I could go out there and, you know, maybe live on my own for, or live on an earth with no one else on it for a bit and it'd be fun. It'd be kind of exciting. But <laughs> then, but then I hit a, hit a point where it's like, I can't do this anymore. Um, yeah. Right. I feel like I also, I think it, when I think about it right now, I, I think that I would last a while, but I think in reality it would be like a few days. 
before be like, a, a long like if i'm certain that there's nobody else out there if i do, if i don't know that there's nobody else out there i'll probably make it my purpose to find them right mm. but if i know that there's nobody else no chance i would probably last less than a week you know how awkward would it be if you know you think you're the last one there you know you're the last one or you think you're really sure you are and you know you're about to end it all and as you're about to do that you just see someone walking down the street and you're like <laughs> oh shoot it's too late and you know you've you already you know, begun the dissension oh jeez. or or you know even worse you know what if you just start talking to yourself constantly and, you know you're just walking down and you're like you know i'm gonna now i'm gonna pick up the zig corn and you're just talking to yourself looking like a, a complete you know weirdo and you look up and there's like three people just kind of watching you and you're like oh. and they're like oh we found another crazy yeah, like, <laughs> are you happy that you're not alone? Or are you embarrassed that someone just saw you, like, for the next, like, last half hour yeah. talking to yourself about an acorn? Have you guys seen the um, movie Castaway? Oh, yeah. That's where I got the kind of idea from. You know, I got to know if I'd, I'd, it'd be fun to live, live on an island and, and survive from a right. crash or something, but I don't know how long I'd make it. I mean, he even I think... he had to make a fake friend, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I think, though, it... In, in that situation, that's like you're living to survive to reach that human interaction again. Whereas, whereas the scenario that we're going over is there's nobody else anywhere ever. Right. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, he he knew so that. So it's, it's a little different, but yeah. So like he had a, he had a reason to keep going and keep fighting on. Right. Can you imagine though, like, thinking you're the last person, or you're just like on some like uh, island right now. And then you come off that island this year, and you're like, "What has happened?" You know, with, with the coronavirus. And, oh yeah, that'd be crazy. Happening, you know, like it, you'd be walking into yeah. the middle of a hurricane at this point. You, like you think everything's going back to normal, but in reality, everything's changed. Right. Oh, completely. Yeah. I mean, That's this is not crazy. the same world that you know January first uh, was. This is yeah. just every day is changing. I mean, every day does change, yes, but like I feel like there's been a greater sense of change since yeah. you know this year began. I mean, speaking about coronavirus too, I'm I'm uh, going back to college in in two days now on Thursday. Um, like right. I don't know how long that's gonna last. I think I'll probably be at college for a month or less before they cancel all really? in-person classes and say everyone can go home now if they want. You you think that they would try to risk their um uh income like that i think they would like, have to chapel hill has already canceled all in-person right. classes and like yeah i've even gone to college and one college has already canceled everything because they got like a couple and, hundred and cases in the too. first week yeah 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 i mean i yeah it's uh it's a big deal right now clearly there's some, yeah, there some articles the wall street journal put out an article today um, it was like Notre Dame had in-person uh, classes, but they just canceled all in-person classes. They're moving online for two weeks, and then they're going to reevaluate. But uh-huh. at this point, like you know, what's reevalu? I think everyone just doesn't want to like realize what's actually happening. Like everyone's so closed off to what's really happening, and they don't want to believe it. And no one's willing to admit like we can't go back to school. I think yes, and I think people want to like they don't want to believe it's happening, like you were saying. Um, they know it's happening, but they think that if they can control, like, everything, then they could stop it from happening. But you can't, the problem with college is that you can't control all the people out of college. Oh, yeah. Because they're all young, and they have off-campus stuff that happens all right. the time. That you college can't is control. supposed to be fun. Yeah. You're supposed to go and party at college, not sit in your 
room by yourself, especially as a freshman coming <laughs> is, in as a freshman. Which is exactly what it's turning into. It's it's turning into you go to college and you sit in your room for the first three weeks pretty much alone unless you have a roommate, right? Yeah. It's completely different. Yeah, yeah I mean, crazy. it might be different at smaller schools, but like a school like Mizzou, I mean, it's yeah. it's large and, you know, there's, there's so much happening, even just in Greektown. Yeah. And then you look at the entire campus and all the the other facilities that they have to maintain and keep safe. Yeah. It is a lot for them to handle. I get it's, that. It's yeah. huge, yeah. Man, Griffin, what do you think uh, uh, your your year is gonna look like? Do you think you're gonna have any classes, or do you think it's kind of just gonna be online for the rest of the year? Um, I think that. I mean, honestly, a lot of people are upset, and I can understand being upset as a senior or a senior last year for the end of your year. Um, mm-hmm. It really sucks for me. I got super lucky being – I mean, I think we all did, uh, but me being a – going sophomore for last last year and then going to be a junior this year. Right, um, yeah, you might just miss it, yeah. Yeah, like it's getting for, you know, unfortunate um, that they'll probably have a vaccine come second semester. Um I don't know. It's it, it's exciting. Like I, I'm kind of looking forward to the start of school because it's it's different, and I you know I kind of enjoy change. I don't know how long I can last um, enjoying right. it, but I think the online aspect is is kind of exciting and something different. Yeah. Um, as for how long it's going to last, I mean, I think through this semester, I think we're we're set to go the first first quarter, um, but first nine weeks or something like that. But I think it'll end up being all the semester, and if we go back second semester, there'll still be like masks and you know different stuff sure mm-hmm. well you, you mentioned the vaccine um would you take this vaccine if it was the first generation of it i personally yes like i really? I think i would yeah i just feel like we've never in the history of humanity made a vaccine like this quickly like under yeah. a year maybe a year yeah. and a half for the second generation of it i just don't know how much i would trust it and i think it'd be better than nothing yes but you know are there any long-term caveats that they just will not know? Because the, what's the normal life cycle for a vaccine? You test it for four years and then you release it. Yeah. You know what I, I mean? I think it's going to be tough to, I mean, it's going to be tough to know, but at the same time, like if it gets us back to a like actual normal instead of just, just half-ass normal, then I'm, I'm all for it, honestly. Right. And then, you know, then it begs the question, like who gets the vaccine first, you know, well, it's like, uh, really healthcare workers. And then, yeah, Moderna's, well, I see the thing is if it, I don't know how it's exactly it's going to work, but if, if it's, uh, I'm assuming it's not something you have to pay for, correct? Do you know either of you? Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I know the don't U.S. Know. government spent like a billion dollars to buy out a complete stock of it when it comes out. Um, yeah, from Moderna. Moderna's making that. I don't know if we have to pay for it or if it's gonna, you know, health care will pay for it. But I think my immediate, my immediate reaction would be that if that's well, depending on what the case is, that lower income and minorities won't be the ones to get the vaccine. The people that get the vaccines are one that have easy access to it, which is unfortunate. But um. well, I think mm-hmm. it's uh, you know I, I agree with you that's that's unfortunate. But then vaccines are also like not everybody has to get a vaccine for a vaccine right, to be effective. Yeah. Just enough yeah. people to stop it from spreading. True. Yeah. That uh, that what do they call that herd immunity or something like that? Uh, well, they're coming out with it's a hundred million doses. I'm pretty sure. So that's you know that's a third of the U.S. Lot. population. Right, <laughs> but you know that's that's not even 20. enough to stop it world or in America, right? Well, yeah, we need like seventy percent. I thought I don't know, maybe I read that wrong, but I don't know. I don't know what the number would be for it to be completely effective, but that would a hundred million doses. 
would definitely mm-hmm. slow it down drastically. Oh, yeah, uh, yeah, clearly, especially in the cities. Uh, you know, it's yeah. really the hot spots are. You know, it's funny. I was talking to a uh, a tennis uh, client. I was doing some private lessons, and uh, for his kid, he, he he's a vet, and he goes, uh, he mentioned to me that you know he won't get the vaccine, you know, because he's a vet, but he will be the ones to administer the vaccine because veterinarians have been the ones administering vaccines and like understanding vaccines more than like regular doctors because what do they test vaccines on animals animals right it was really interesting because he's like yeah i'm not gonna take the first one but i'll I'll get the second one that'll be better because i'm a vet really huh that's pretty cool you know you never thought about i've I've never really thought of like there being different like kinds like different generations of the same vaccine that might have varying levels of effectiveness before well, I mean, you look at the flu vaccine, we need to make a new one every year because the flu mutates so yeah, quickly. Yeah. Like we're lucky with COVID, it doesn't mutate that crazy quickly. And if it did, then this would be a whole different story, I feel like. Yeah. But there but there are oh wait, maybe there aren't. I was I was thinking there are different strands because oh, some people yeah. will have it some people will have it and then and then the next day or like they'll they'll quarantine for two weeks and then they'll get it like the week after. Like I've heard stories of people having that. But I, that could yeah. just be the immunity factor. There was one in Malaysia they just found that's like 40 times more infectious than the normal COVID, but it's only affecting like 0.01% of people, you know? So it's like these like outlying numbers, but it is, you know, there are mutations for it, but it's not like uh, in a week it can change its complete coding. You know, it's a very slow mutation, which we're lucky that that's the case. Yeah. Okay, Aaron, um generic question here that we're going to be asking all of our guests to come on the show um yeah. jack and i talked about it in the first podcast and we asked sean last podcast but um what makes a best friend what makes a best friend yes oh gosh i mean i feel like that's a impossible question to answer because it's different <laughs> for every person but uh you know for me personally i'd say a best friend is something that someone that you really don't you know maybe not talk to every day uh you don't have to you know wonder really if they're gonna you know be there because you just you know they will be uh and then when you do see each other or, you know you get to hang out or just finally catch up it it just feels you know like you know you, you didn't skip a beat it's just you're always hanging out you're always ready to talk you're always there for each other mm-hmm. it's funny that you said that because isn't that the exact same thing sean said pretty much jack sean's uh main main reason for her best friend was trust uh just okay. somebody that you can trust to always be there for you and that you can always be there for uh, which I think is definitely super similar because you can really only trust, like, well, not, can't only trust people that it's easy to talk to, but it's easier to trust somebody that you just have an organic relationship with that never ends. Right, yeah, things just come naturally. Yeah. And you guys, you know, for lack of a better word, vibe. Um, <laughs> Aaron, just a question for you, Jack. I don't know if you're going to put this in or not, but um, what's the difference between a a good friendship and a relationship like obviously it's someone of well it doesn't have to be someone of the opposite gender but some of the time it is someone of the opposite gender but what what's the difference between a good friend and and someone that you're in a relationship with uh you're defining like a relationship like someone you're dating or actively yeah. like you know yeah. intimate with okay yeah. um i would say a good friendship is uh you know it, it's it's more surface level than a relationship you know you guys might hang out laugh have a really great time you know you might even have you know, your best night of your life with a, a good friend, you know, say it's just getting tacos and going to a driving range and, and smashing balls all over the place. You know, that, that could be a really good friend. And then with a relationship, you know, you can do those things. You can go to that driving range. I don't know why I'm thinking of a driving range. Specifically tacos uh, and balls. Getting or... tacos. But then, 
you know, if something's bothering you and you you really love that person, you you like that person at least, you know, you, you don't mind confiding in them and, and talking to them about your issues and you trust them. And at the end of the day, you know that no matter what, they will make time for you. Whereas maybe a friend can't all the time, you know, they, they have other friends or they have other commitments mm -hmm. with a relationship, you know, you kind of expect for at least a little bit that, you know, they, they will be there for you no matter what. That was, that was preach worthy. Like that was honestly. a really good answer. That was, yeah. Thank holy you. Shit. That was the a relationship is, is, is somebody that always makes time. Whereas a good friendship, you know, there's not always the right time, but those times are still just as good. Right. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> that was, dude, I'm like about to cry here. That was fucking. We're actually uh, out of time for today. So thank you all for listening. I hope yeah. you guys enjoyed that podcast. It was it was a blast having Aaron on here. Well, thank you. Um, it's been a blast being on it. Definitely one of my best friends. No big deal. Aaron, do you want to plug your Instagram, man? Yeah, uh, Instagram is Aaron, and then a period, and then Demarco. Uh, if you click on it, you see a dog, probably mine. So, <laughs> it's probably your dog. Yeah, you can uh, you can find me on Instagram at pro underscore Jack R, and you can find Griffin at Griffin underscore Young fifty six. Uh, if you want to be a special guest on the show, just reach out to us. I know we have a couple people that are interested in being on, and. No, uh, I I've had a couple of people DM me, but I just wanted to—I wanted to get two solid guests. We both knew well out of the way before we brought in someone that uh, you didn't know as well, Jack, or someone that I didn't know as well. Okay, okay, I like that. But yeah, thank you all for listening, and make it a great day. Yep. Talk to you later. Bye.